Rush Hour podcast brought to you by Nicorette Quick Mist for fast craving relief. Use only as directed. Tonight, Maroons coach Kevin Walters is here to look ahead to the prelim finals as things get a little testy between two of the coaches while the Panthers make an enormous investment in their future. The all-important lineups are announced for the AFL prelim finals and it's the anniversary of one of the most famous moments in Australian sport. Welcome to the Rush Hour. Yes, think about that. Uh, we'll reveal in about 15 minutes. Hello, Kevy Walters. How are you, Dan? Love to be back on the show We're again, mate. Reunited on a Thursday. How's the yeah. weather in Brisbane? Because let me tell you, in Sydney, it's absolutely miserable. Oh, no, we've got beautiful weather here again today, Dan. We've got oh, late, well, early 20s at it the must moment. be boring Sun's to out. have the same beautiful weather oh. day after day after day. Well, I throw away all of my jumpers about this time of the year <laughs> because it's just absolutely delightful outside in Brisbane. This beautiful weather. Perfect, mate. But I'm sure it's going to be nice in Sydney over the weekend. Is it not for the finals or is it going to be a bit miserly? Uh, a bit miserable and cold. Uh, oh. Tomorrow night's the only game, of course, and uh, we've got drizzling conditions now and it might hold. Let's get to the big news. This was just announced a short time ago. Uh, Kieran Foran has signed a deal with the New Zealand Warriors, a one-year deal uh, which uh, was announced by Jim Doyle, uh, as I said, just a short time ago. Let me read you some of these quotes and then we'll talk about it, Kevy. Uh, Jim Doyle says, I've been in touch with Kieran regularly this year to offer support as he has dealt with well-documented challenges. We have worked through the option of coming to Auckland carefully with him. There has been much to consider in creating an environment for Kieran to not only return to football, but also to put all the support around him that he needs. I'm delighted that following these discussions, Kieran has now decided to join the Warriors the next step, and <laughs> this is the big one, is to work alongside the NRL to cover off all requirements to have the contract registered. So he might be a Warriors player now, but at this stage, he's not guaranteed a spot on the field until. Yeah. The so NRL what would some satisfied. of those requirements be, Dan? You've. I think they'll want the truth about his association with Eddie Hayson. Well, if he's living in New Zealand, that you think that relationship would be hard to maintain or, or, or more difficult. Hmm. Uh, also, well, I think that's the main one, Kevy. but I think they just want to make sure that he's head straight. They don't yeah. want to have the same dramas that he well, had this year. Yeah, look, I don't know a whole lot about the, the subject or the issue, but I think the quicker he gets back playing rugby league and back into a, a normal lifestyle that he's, he's used to, I think the better for him personally, for his health, and the better for the game. Uh, so Canterbury have missed out there. Uh Although we're not sure if they tabled a final offer after he was grilled by their board. But um, uh, do you think it's the right fit on-field? So off-field's the most important thing, obviously. Yeah. But now, how, what about this for a Warriors spine, as they call mm. it? Julvasashek, Foran, Johnson, Luke. Now, if that well, team can't fire, they'll never fire. No, well, that's the New Zealand spine, isn't it? That, that for the test football. That's what uh, Steve Kearney has worked with in the past. And... Knowing Steve and the way that he operates, I know he's got a really strong relationship with, with Kieran Foran from his test coach days uh, when Kieran was playing for New Zealand. So uh, when he got the job, it would only be a week ago now that he was announced as uh, the New Zealand coach, I thought he would be one of his first signings because they do have a really strong working relationship. And I know that um, with Kieran going to New Zealand, I think it, it really does fit the puzzle for him. I, I think he'd be a great fit over there. And more importantly, he's got a great, you know, working relationship with Steve uh, Kearney already, who's just been announced as a coach. So, and they mix nicely, don't they, Foran and Johnson? Oh, they do, uh, certainly do. Well, Foran, well, those players fit nicely in any team, to be honest with you, Dan. They're they're very capable, those two. And 
Um, two of us, a Sheck at the back. Gee, that makes them. Yeah. And Isaac, Luke, what a, what a combination. So uh, I think Steve would be very happy with the signing. Interesting, only the one year, though. I wonder why wonder why that is. Normally a two- or three-year deal, but I guess he's going to put his toe in the water and see if he likes living back in Auckland. Is and he? I would think for them, too. I mean, if they're going to – he's a risk. Let's be honest, he's a risk. What sort of money were they talking, Dan? Do I know don't know, Kevy. It's a very good question because I don't think he'd be as cheap as people are suggesting. So the Warriors can splash out for one year because, okay, if they do their money, well, they're only committed to one year. Yeah. You'd think half a million, wouldn't you? Well, I, I, I think if they got him for half a million, that is a bargain basement buy. I mean, if he's playing his best football, which we know that he can, he's, you know, up around the seven, eight hundred thousand dollars yeah. mark, isn't he? Player well, the fact so. that Canterbury were sniffing around as well would have driven mm. his price up a little. Well, I think he would have been chance to go there, given his relationship with Des Hazler from the Seagulls days. So, a bit surprising that he's going. Not surprising, but uh, you know that's a good scoop for the Warriors, and that'll um, make Steve Kearney's job just that little bit easier. I, I know he'll get him back on track and, and working in the right direction off the field, which will obviously translate on the field. Well, it'll be interesting now. There's the match fixing investigation. Not that we're suggesting in any way that he's involved, but they no. are investigating Manly games while he was there, so, uh, you know, that needs to be sort of rubber stamped that he's in the clear there. Not that we're suggesting he is, but it's it's one of those unknowns and obviously yeah. the Eddie Hayson thing, the, the, the association there. So, you know, why did Eddie put $30,000 into his account, which Eddie is now publicly admitted? So those things need to be signed off on by the NRL, yeah. but then once those questions are answered, then happy days for the Warriors. Well, he has got a shoulder problem too, hasn't he? That he's got a, I'm not sure if he had the operation while he was still at Parramatta or what's happening there, but I, I know that he his finish for the Eels wasn't that great with his shoulder, so that may be something that will interfere with his uh, performances next I year w- as well. I wonder how Eels fans will feel if he fires <laughs> next year. What about the opening of the season? Might be the Warriors up against the Eels at Parramatta Stadium. Oh, well, they can't play it there, <laughs> no, can they? It's going to be ANZ. This is the rush hour. Let's get to the games coming up on the weekend and we'll get the thoughts of the Maroons origin coach on who might make it through to the final, the grand final. This is the rush hour for Nicorette Quick Mist as uh, we do footy chat on the show for Totally Workwear. Find your local store at totallyworkwear.com.au. This is the rush hour here on Triple M. This Rush Hour podcast brought to you by Nicorette Quick Mist for fast craving relief. Use only as directed. Triple M, it's a breaking news night here. Uh, we just told you about Kieran Foran signing with the Warriors. Pete Bedell from the Courier Mail has just tweeted, Greg Bird involved in second pub incident in 24 hours. Oh, my. NRL Integrity Unit investigating. Oh, birdie. I actually coached Greg Bird over in with the Catalan Dragons when I was over there when he got dismissed from the NRL at the time from the Sharks and I found him nothing but a, a joy and a pleasure to coach. His discipline was extremely good but yeah, it doesn't seem the case right now, does it, Dan? Well, his main problem is going to be the fact that he's not 26. He's in his 30s, which makes him far more disposable than he used to be. Yeah. So if he's done this again... If, if, now, the first thing hasn't been proven yet, but... It, no. If, if these things... If something comes to pass, then... There might be a big problem for him and, and the Titans. Uh, if we get any developments on that, we'll let you know. That That is simply a tweet from a, a journalist from the Courier-Mail. Right, these finals. Before we get to your tips, there's a bit of spice between two teams who aren't even meeting. 
<laughs> Cronulla and Canberra are going at each other. I don't know why. Ricky, there's something about the Sharks that just rubs him up the wrong way. Maybe it's the way he left. Something's happened with Shane Flanagan, but this is what he said. I think this might have been yesterday, Ricky Stewart. Cronulla showed everyone how to play us. Stand at eight metres, don't listen to the ref, jump early and scrag the crap out of us on the ground. I mean, do you want to play the game in an octagon or do you want to play it in a, uh, in a football field and have a, uh, have a spectacle? That's a question for the referees. So... There's the shot fired. Was he that uh, cranky when he was a player? Oh, no. God, no. Uh, it's, the coaching is, has turned him that way. Well, I think he has been a lot better the last couple of years, yes. more at ease with himself and at peace with himself and the, his players and the game. Uh, I love the, he just doesn't care. He just says what he thinks, and if you don't like it, bad luck. No, well, that, that's pretty straight uh, shooting there, isn't it, at Shane Flanagan, which doesn't surprise me, really. Uh, Ricky's, you know, taking a lot of the pressure off his team and, and the, what's in front of them in Melbourne, what lies in front of them. And obviously he, he left the Sharks on some some pretty bad terms. But I actually, I, I like Ricky Stewart. I love the way he goes about his work and his business. And I think he's done a tremendous job this year uh, with the Raiders to get them even to a prelim final. No one expected that. You know, they thought they'd make the eight, but not to, to go this far and deep into September. I think it's been an outstanding effort from from the Raiders coaching staff. So Shane Flanagan then said this today. I just think it's, uh, I laughed my head off when I heard it. That was two weeks ago. He said he wasn't going to talk about wrestle after going into the Melbourne game, but he's doing a fair job. So uh, good luck to him. You know, he's trying to do the best for his team. And uh, you know, it was two weeks ago to come out now. And as I said, talk about our wrestle. We didn't wrestle. I think he's called it scrap on the ground or something. So that's a coach's tactics. And that's what he wants to do. Good luck to him. Probably got a point there because the coach. I, I don't remember a period where we've had so much of this. Paul Green really went out of his way to target yeah. the storm, and that really angered the storm. Now you've got Ricky. It, these the, these do seem like there is an ulterior motive to these outbursts. Oh, certainly, Dan. And it's old school coaching, isn't it? We we see this through through Jack Gibson and Wayne Bennett through the eighties and nineties. These type of coaches. You know, Bob Fulton was yeah. a good exponent of it as well. Yeah, Kevin Walters in Origin. Yeah. <laughs> Taught from the best, Dan. Look, <laughs> look, and, and it does raise the eye of the referees. That, 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 surely they read the papers and they pick them up and think, oh, Ricky, I, I better be careful. I'm, I'm not saying it influences them in any way, but it just makes them aware of how the coaches are feeling. And oh, I think it's a bit of banter as well between the two. Uh, I'm sure they're good mates. Still, are they? No, they're not. I think, there's a, I think something's happened there. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> that might, might explain it a bit more. But certainly Ricky Stewart and Craig Bellamy, who are opposing each other this weekend... They're the greatest of mates, so um, that'll be an interesting contest yeah. at the end of that one. He went on to say, Ricky, that he and Bellamy have had a couple of conversations this week because they are great mates. Did you ever, in your playing days, did you ever converse with opponents? Oh, they... certainly. Really? Yeah, yeah Alfie was uh, probably the best. Uh, he'd run out onto the field if the opposition were there waiting, uh, and he'd run out like in a funny way or have his pants pulled really up high. <laughs> Uh, uh, particularly when we were playing the Raiders and and my brother Stephen and Laurie Daly were always standing in the front line and they couldn't look at him because they'd just start start (laughs) laughing. And then he'd start throwing a couple of punches at them and and just really trying to get in their head (laughs) mentally. uh, You know, so all that banter went on. I'm sure it still does today. It's good fun. But once that whistle goes and and they kick it off, you're certainly into it. No fun fun then. We'll preview these two games a little later, but we must take a break. Stay tuned because during the ads... We've got this quiz. I wonder if many people will get this one. One will sound obvious, but then when you think about it, it might be a bit difficult. Rush Hour, Triple M. This Rush Hour podcast brought to you by Nicorette Quick Mist for fast craving relief. Use only as directed. Mid-commercial quiz, Kevy. Now, we alluded to this in the opener. 
let's bring up some music, eh? Let's bring up some tension. Oh, that's a bit dramatic. <laughs> it's just a mid-commercial <laughs> quiz. Okay. What major event happened, a, a, a major Australian sporting event happened on this day... Your clue is in the 19... It was in the 1980s, and it's not the America's Cup. Okay? 1980s. Think about it. We've got about 90 seconds of ads to get through. We'll come back with the answer after this Rush Hour. This Rush Hour podcast brought to you by Nicorette Quick Mist for fast craving relief. Use only as directed. 104.9 Triple M, and we've made people wait long enough, Kevy. The mid-commercial quiz. Yeah, I've been waiting too, Dan. Okay. September 22, 1986. What major sporting event occurred? That would have been the lights were turned on uh, at the Sydney Cricket Ground. Oh, it's a good get. No, cricket. It's cricket. Lights were turned on at VFL Park in <laughs> Melbourne. No, that's in the late seven, late 70s. I'll play it for. I'll put you out of your misery. It was in India. Let's play the audio. It's a tie. The match has ended in a tie. It's an oh. unbelievable result. The Australia-India tied test. Tied test, of course. And you know, and I'm not surprised you didn't get it. I'm surprised a lot of, I would have been surprised if many got it because it's the most famous thing that happened that nobody saw. Because it was on, and that time wasn't on television here. It was primitive Indian television back in the days. It was one camera and it was pretty shoddy. Can you imagine how many times this would be replayed? And we can bring the music down now. Can you imagine how many times this would be replayed more on television than the 1989 NRA, uh, New South Wales Rugby League Grand Final? Oh, I think so. Was that the same match that Dean Jones smashed yeah. 206 and nearly? died at the crease because of dehydration. It was, was it? but Greg Matthews this week came out and absolutely slammed him, said it's the most overrated innings in the history of the game. <laughs> I don't know who could come up with well, that. Well, he said, he said, look, plenty of others got hundreds. It was hot for everyone. Dino just got a few more. Matt Mo got 10 in the match, 10 wickets, and I reckon there's a piece of Mo that's a bit pissed off that he didn't get the credit. <laughs> he and he talks about <laughs> he talks about Ray Bright as well because he had a magical game as well. So there you go. Yeah, there you go. Well, okay, I'm a big cricket fan too, Dan. I'm disappointed I didn't get that but one. But again, we didn't see it. So uh, if, you no. had, if you had asked the same question to me and said 80s and it was cricket, I would have said World Cup, the one we World won Cup. in India. But there we go. So there's, there's uh, our... Uh, uh, on this day, we might make that a more regular thing on the show. By the way, I need to remind people again, if you if you just tuned in, we are on air 5 o'clock tomorrow from Allianz Stadium because there's no Merrick. We've, we're bringing it the rush hour forward, extra hour, and uh, the Swans are on as well. So, yes, we will take the Swans game as per our current AFL contract. But once that game is finished at about 10.25, roughly, we will come straight back to the league with the verdict. So all you Cronulla fans going out to the game at Allianz, uh, we will have a full wrap. We might do the press conferences as well, an extended post-game. You'll hear it right here on 104.9 Triple M. Dan, what's the verdict going to be? Sharks or Cowboys? Who's going to win that one? Got to be, well, Cronulla. <laughs> up, up Cronulla, they say, hey? Just, if, if not now, when? <laughs> oh, honestly, just because the Cowboys are buggered, you would think. But anyway, well, people wanted to hear your opinion, and you gave that a couple of minutes ago, so who cares what the play-by-play commentator says? Um, Broncos. 
Where do they go from here? It was a fall this year. What makes them a better team in 2017? Well, you've got to assume the experiences of, of the last couple of years. I thought they they were good again the other night against the Cowboys. I thought they were going to win the game, Dan, to be honest. They had the game won at half time, mm-hmm. And then uh, particularly scoring just on half time with that try, I think it was Jordan Kahu. And they went into the break pretty confident. I was just watching the Cowboys walking off the field. And they looked to be shoulders, you know, folded in, not sort of all that confident about the second half. But whatever Paul Green said to them, you know, in the second half, and let's be real, the Broncos had that game won up until yeah. the 79th minute, basically. Um, I don't think they need to change too much. I'd uh, James Roberts, his first year at the club, took some adjusting early, but they missed him in that last game. If he plays, I think Brisbane win. So I don't think they have to change a whole lot. They've got some good young players coming through underneath. They have lost their assistant coach, mm. In Steve Kearney, who uh, has been at the club for a couple of years and is a very good coach. Obviously, he's gone to the Warriors, so Wayne will have to replace him in, in some shape or form. There is a theory, I've only got about 20 seconds here, that they are lacking a little grunt and they need some big men. A, I a know they've. Forward? Yeah. And they've gone after Ryan James. I'm not Ryan sure. Ryan James, but he's under contract for next yeah. year, so I doubt they'll pick him up, but I would agree with that. A bigger. Style of forward, like a Clemmer, someone like that, you know, much bigger in size than what they've got. All right. Let's take a song. We'll come back and we'll have a sports update, including the Panthers making a huge uh, investment on their future. Rush Hour, Triple M for Nicorette Quick Mist. This Rush Hour podcast brought to you by Nicorette Quick Mist for fast craving relief. News only is directed. Triple M, Rush Hour, thanks to uh, Nicorette Quick Mist. Uh, Kevin Walters here with Dan. Uh, the report or a report has just come through on Greg Bird and the alleged second incident. Uh, We will play that for you in about six or seven minutes from the Channel 9 Gold Coast News with some more details, but let's do this. Not just tiles and bathrooms. ABL Tile and Bathroom Centre, your one-stop renovation shop. abltilecentre.com.au Right now, this is the Triple M Rush Hour. Sports update. League news for Brighton's lawyers protecting your future away from Kieran Foran officially signing a one-year deal with the Warriors. The Panthers have made Matt Moylan and Bryce Cartwright their future, signing the pair until the end of 2021. As our own Brent Reid noted, it's a risk because the salary cap for upcoming years isn't known, so just how much of a chunk the pair eats out of the cap is not known. Well, pretty good too. Pretty, I think it's a smart move from the um, Panthers because what it does do is secures two long-term players for them, one one back and one forward and one both those guys have got origin stamped all over them and possibly future international stars as well so I think no Russ ri- has got his finger on the pulse there six Dan. years of commitment though do you not risk one or two of those players becoming complacent well I'd be surprised if both of them stayed there for six years to be fair I mean we've seen it in today's game players you know after two or three years they move on to another club so but I think for the for the security of the player, it, it's bloody awesome news for those two. Uh, I'm looking here. Uh, that's league news, by the way, for uh, Brighton's lawyers. I'm looking here. There are some big outs for the Swans ahead of their prelim final against Geelong. Uh, Kurt Tippett, Jared McVeigh, and Gary Rowan all not there. Wow. So, so it makes things even harder for the Swans. You'll hear that on Triple M Sydney tomorrow. Um, and... As I fumble around here, the much-hyped bout between Floyd Mayweather and UFC star Conor McGregor may have been closer to happening than we were led to believe. Mayweather has said he was all for it, but the deal just couldn't be done. McGregor says he's still keen 
as long as he gets his fair share of the loot. Must but be a money thing, eh? It certainly is, because Mayweather wanted $100 million and he was willing to give Connor seven. <laughs> <laughs> That's Connor's version anyway. Oh, dear. This is the Rush Hour. That was a sports update for ABL Tile and Bathroom Centre. That report on Greg Bird and a news update next. This Rush Hour podcast brought to you by Nicorette Quick Mist for fast craving relief. Use only as directed. Triple M, it's the Rush Hour. Thank you, Green Days. We get you ready for the prelim finals tomorrow night, live on Triple M NRL. Uh, in Sydney, you'll get the rush hour from the special time of 5 o'clock, and we're doing an outside broadcast outside of Allianz. If you're in Brisbane, the normal time of 6. Who's going to win, Kev? Tomorrow oh, night? Think, yeah, very confident about the Cowboys uh, tomorrow night. I think their preparation has been a little bit tough, a little bit difficult with their, the last few games that they play, but I just think with Thurston there, I mean, they were virtually gone last week, weren't they, against the Broncos. Um, but you don't think the thing, tank's empty? It is. It is running on empty. But the only thing that worries me, if the Sharks can reproduce the form that saw them win 15 games in a row, the Cowboys won't be able to match that tomorrow night. They're, they're just too fast across the ground. I know it's a bit rainy and a bit drizzly, mm. um, you know, in Sydney. But if the likes of, of Barber and Valentine Holmes and these sort of guys get moving, Bird, Jack Bird. Oh, the Cowboys might be in a bit of trouble. Okay, that, so you tipping with confidence though about the Cowboys? I am, I am, because I'm not uh, confident that the Sharks can can get back to that form. They're close, but mm. nowhere near where they were, you know, ten rounds ago. All right, who are they going to play? The Cowboys? They're uh, going to play the Storm. I'm pretty confident about this one. Oh, I think normally each year we see a standout team and they get through. Last year it didn't happen. Broncos Cowboys Grand Final. This year I think the Storm have been the standout team, the most consistent over the the 26 weeks, and I think their defence will get them through to the grand final and probably win it as well, I'd say. You're not worried about what Canberra did to them in round 23? Well, no, I'm not. That was a, a different Storm team. Canberra, if they did win on, on Saturday night, I wouldn't be shocked. I wouldn't be surprised. Mm. But I just think Melbourne, with the way they play, they're going to get there. All right, there you go. So, Kevy, you're stepping a North Queensland-Melbourne uh, grand final. Uh, we will uh, have a little more, including a sports update right after this. Rush hour. Rush Hour podcast brought to you by Nicorette Quick Mist for fast craving relief. Use only as directed. Not just tiles and bathrooms. ABL Tile and Bathroom Centre, your one-stop renovation shop. abltilecentre.com.au Right now, this is the Triple M Rush Hour. Sports update. Oh, great place, ABL uh, bath and Bathroom and Tile Centre. And if you're getting your bathroom renovated, ask for Nathan. He is... He takes, he takes his time, but boy, he gets it right. Okay, let's get to sport here. Uh, if you missed the news from earlier, Kieran Foran has signed a one-year deal with the Warriors. That is official. However, we are waiting for the NRL to rubber stamp that deal. At the age of 41, Brad Thorne is back playing competitive rugby. He'll be on the bench for Queensland Country this weekend in the NRC. Isn't he one of the great stories? Kev, you would have played with him, wouldn't you? The great oh, Brad Thorne? Yeah, played a lot of football with Brad. I was there when he came into the Broncos side way back in 1994. I think it was his first year in the NRL or New South Wales Rugby League back then. But what a mainstay he's been. and so successful. What a winner. Both coach. Yeah, he's a, he's a winner. He, he's, he's won a, a Rugby winner. World Cup. He's won a Super Rugby title. He's won Origin. He's won multiple four NRL titles. Yeah. And there's other things in there as well. Well, he's, yeah, well, that rugby union, he just won everything in that. Meantime, meantime, the Wallaby squad for the upcoming trip to South Africa has been picked. Tatafu Palotta now. Uh, the uh, New South Wales hooker is a casualty. It's been a big week for the GWS Giants. They're approaching their first home final, of course, and possibly their first grand final. And the club today has unveiled Giants Netball, a new team in the rejigged Australian Netball League. 
And the PGA Tour Championship, the FedEx Cup Grand Finale, starts tomorrow. Jason Day will play despite a back injury. He is fourth in the FedEx Cup rankings. Adam Scott is third. Now, this is one of the most complicated things trying to work out who will win this thing. But if either wins this week, doesn't matter what else anyone does, they would be guaranteed the $10 million loot. You into your golf, Kevy? Oh, I play a little bit, but uh, I'm not very good at it, Dan, which is frustrating, you know? Mm. Very frustrating. I hit the ball straight on two hits, and then the third one ends up somewhere I can't find it. I think a lot of us have the same problem. (laughs) Uh, We're going to be joined by Joel Kane from Sportsbet shortly, and we'll recap uh, the tips for the prelim finals. This is the Rush Hour. That was the sports update for ABL, uh, Thailand Bathroom Centre more after this. Rush Hour podcast brought to you by Nicorette Quick Mist for fast craving relief. Use only as directed. Ah, Triple M. Rush Hour doing it for Nicorette Quick Mist. And uh, we thank them for their sponsorship for fast relief from Siggy Cravings. Use only as directed. Now we bring in our man from sportsbet.com.au, the very popular Joel Kane. Hello, Joel. Hello, fellas. How are you? Going all right. Kevy told the story earlier how he nearly got decked by Paul Gallon uh, <laughs> as, a, as a water was boy. Very close. As a water boy, have you had any, had, any, had any near misses on the field? Where, I mean, you I don't you don't strike me as a sledger, uh, but did you annoy someone to the point where they nearly put one on your chin? Yeah, I did. I did. In fact, I was sort of at, at war with. He's actually a nice guy, Ali Lauatiti of the Warriors. Oh, and to the point where, pick, yeah, and well, this this is the thing, Kevy. Uh, remember the referee Mogsine Jadwat? Yes. yes oh, yes, yes. yes. He, he called me out and he said, "Look, you've done nothing wrong, but I'm about to put you in the bin." To protect your life, that bloke will kill you. <laughs> <laughs> Moxine, by the way, Moxine dated a very famous media personality, but I won't reveal who. Um, right, let's get to these games. Uh, uh, did Ali? Hang on, was there a part two to the Ali story? No, no. Did, I, 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 the part two was me avoiding him for the next uh, <laughs> half an hour or so. Yeah. All right. So we heard Kevy's tips. He thinks it's going to be a replay of the Week One final between the Cowboys and the Storm. Uh, where's the punters' money going for tomorrow night? Because it, it seems strange, Joel, that the Sharks are not the favourites, just given the arduous run the Cowboys have had. Yeah, look, uh, more than 50% is on the Sharks and the Cowboys. So they are the outsiders at 205. The Cowboys eighty. Rain around this evening in Sydney, Kevy. Mm. Does, that, does that help or hinder... I think it um, hinders the Cowboys, the yeah. Cowboys. They need a dry, a dry track. I know that sounds a bit silly because the... Mm. The Sharks are an extremely fast team and mobile, but I just think the heavier conditions would affect their legs more than the Sharks who have had the weekend off. Yeah, well, the Cowboys still a dollar eighty. Uh, they're three seventy-five to win the competition. The Melbourne Storm still the favourites, though. Uh, they're two dollars fifty now, dollar forty-five for their match against the Raiders. In that one, the money is coming for the Melbourne Storm. Does travel make a difference, Kevy? Now, they actually do serious travel, the Cowboys, because they get on multiple flights and they're hanging around airports all day. So when they travel, it actually is basically a day they lose. Well, it certainly is. But I think they've been pretty smart this week, Dan. Uh, Paul Green's taken the team down a day earlier to Sydney. So they'll they'll have acclimatised to Sydney. And I guess when you play the next day after travel, it's a bit awkward. But I think if you've got two or three days post the travel, I think they'll be fine. The biggest thing for the Cowboys, I guess, will be the 80 minutes that they've got to go through. If the Sharks will make them play for 80 minutes, I think they might be in a bit of trouble, the Cows. And the Saturday night game, the bookies, you're not giving the Raiders a hell of a lot of hope. You've got Melbourne very warm favourites. Are the punters giving the Raiders a shot? No, it's more more about the Melbourne Storm. Seven and a half start for the Raiders, but 
let me just run you through these three megabits really quickly. I'd be interested to see which one you like the most. Uh, if you click on the megabit tab, thanks to Sportsbet, there is any captain to be the Clive Churchill medalist this year, 325. So you've got five players who could do that, given the Cowboys have co-captains. Another one is Valentine Holmes to score a try in the first half, $4.50 for tomorrow night's game. Mm -hmm. And this one here, Jonathan Thurston needs nine points to become the fifth player of all time to join the 2000 club. So for him, Jonathan Thurston to score nine points and the Cowboys to win the match, $3. Of those three megabets, max bets do apply, of course. Which one do you like the most out of those three? Oh, I think the Thurston one's hard, isn't it? Just because he's got to kick five goals or a try in there somewhere. You don't yeah, imagine that's going to be... They probably win. You, you, and you you don't imagine there's going to be a lot of points in that one, do you, Kevy? They've had no, two that, fairly low-scoring games, and it's wet. Yeah. What about Valentine Holmes, a, a try in the well, first half? I, yeah, four dollars fifty. Yeah, I think that's a pretty good bet. I, I would have thought he's been... He hasn't been scoring a lot of tries. Is he on I Bowen's guess, wing? Is no. he on Javid Bowen? He plays left. Yes, he is. He yeah. is. Mm, okay. All right. So you've got all those mega bets there. We're just running out of time, Joel, so we'll speak to you more in depth tomorrow. Talk to you soon, fellas. Good to Thank you, mate. With Sportsbet, cash out while your bet is live. Get your cash early with Sportsbet. Download the app today. Gamble responsibly. Kevy, thank you very much for being with us today. Loved it again, Dan. And bring the finals on this weekend we, again. We might do it again next week. And you can take us through <laughs> each and every one of your six grand final wins. <laughs> no, I don't want to be doing that, mate. This is, that. has been the rush out. Sydney, 5 o'clock tomorrow. Brisbane, on as normal from 6. We'll talk to you then. This Rush Hour podcast brought to you by Nicorette Quick Mist for fast craving relief. Use only as directed.